December 1812 Banished The word echoed through Caroline Bingley's mind with each beat of the horse's hooves, and she felt the stab of her own mortification with each bone-jarring jolt of the hired carriage in which she was imprisoned. Her brother Charles's own hand had locked her away in this dreadful post-chaise, which was presently being drawn by a second-rate pair of horses, and the entire conveyance was bound for the worst place she could imagine, her mother's home in the north of England. Caroline glanced at the woman seated beside her. This, ostensibly, was her travelling companion, for it was quite improper for a woman of Caroline's status to voyage alone. In truth, their current mode of transport Two women travelling alone by post was verging on impropriety as it was. She thought her companion's name was Rosemary, but she had not taken the initiative of remembering. After all, Charles had been the one to employ the impertinent widow to accompany her while in transit and to act as her companion once in the tedious, unvarying society of Kendall, Cumbria. While she could not blame Charles for hiring a servant to attend to her, while navigating the public roads and dealing with the unsavoury individuals one often encountered at posting inns, it was beyond the needs of propriety to have retained her for the duration of her stay in the north. Caroline did not need a chaperone, nor had she reached that unfortunate stage in life wherein she required the services of a paid companion. She was no doddering fool, but a wealthy young woman of sound mind and good judgment. Caroline lifted her chin against the humiliation and anger rising within her breast. The presence of a companion was an insult, to be sure. To think that she had become a prisoner in her own life, with the right to make her own choices stripped from her, was intolerable. No, she had chosen neither the voyage nor her companion, and she certainly would not have elected to embark on such a long journey so late in the year when the weather was apt to turn foul. Ha! It was all a good joke. This was no journey. This was a prison sentence. And Rosemary was her jailer. Rosemary. Caroline winced at such a gauche name. She certainly hoped that her memory had failed, and that the woman's name was not Rosemary, for she did not like the pert flavour of that particular herb in servants any more than in a roast of beef. Besides, Her parents must have been quite inelegant to name their daughter after such an ugly, sprawling plant, and Caroline had no patience for inelegance. Unfortunately, the name seemed to suit both the woman's piquant personality and her gauche posture, for Rosemary was currently slumped in her seat, asleep with her head lolling in rhythm to the motion of the carriage, as strands of strawberry blonde hair swayed across her forehead. A woman of her age— why she must be nearly thirty, should not sit so indecorously.